Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you guys. Green beer and all, probably down there at the river in Savannah. I have no idea. I don't even know if anyone's celebrating this year. I'm just celebrating returning from the great state of Virginia. I'm back in the Peach State where all hell has broken loose again because you do realize that we are in a battle between hell and heaven. Two kingdoms. That's it. It's a binary existence. We have folks, sorry, like it or not, it is what it be. And um, amazing story breaking out of Atlanta's, uh, I mean, Georgia's Secretary of State's office, Um, you know, never short on drama over there. Uh, This has turned out to be an absolute rodeo. I mean, when I tell you that my sources and other media sources, people who have filed complaints against the Secretary of State's office, against one particular person in the office, people who are so afraid of this young lady that they they report things anonymously in little hometown newspapers because they've been bullied, allegedly. There's sexual harassment going on. Listen, this isn't, you know, what what's the Me Too movement whenever chicks are the ones harassing men and women? What exactly is that hashtag movement? So I'm so pissed about this because, A, we've known about this for a while, that the characterization of the phone call between the president of the United States, Donald Trump, who is still my president, and the Georgia Secretary of State's office was characterized by the Deputy Secretary of State, Jordan Fuchs, as... As bull, uh, also by Brad Raffensperger, the actual, uh, at least, <laughs> he's kind of like most, you know, rhinos uh, in name only at this point because anyone in the state of Georgia knows who's calling the shots over at the Georgia Secretary of State's office, and it's not Brad Raffensperger. He may have paid for his seat. He may have paid for his election. And what I, what I mean by that, before anybody gets all kooky over there uh, litigiously, um, Brad finance the majority of his campaign himself, which is why I tell you guys, you got to watch people who do that. That should tell you something. Brad, I don't think, has made a decision in that office since he got there. Jordan Fuchs is his deputy secretary of state, and anyone in the state of Georgia who knows anything about Jordan Fuchs and her politics, I can promise you I've never had a positive conversation with a single person that involves that young woman's name. Not one conversation, whether it's with a female or a male. That is not my opinion. That is absolute truth. And why does this matter? Because someone's character normally follows them. So this is not out of character, I don't believe, from my sources and people who have worked with this young lady for years in Georgia politics. This is not a mischaracterization of her. It is not outside of the realm of possibilities that this young lady lied and literally doctored President Trump's phone conversation and lied and gave information to the Washington Post, who she ran directly to, uh, recorded the conversation illegally on top of that, wasn't even in the state of Georgia. I mean, I'm color me silly. I'm not the lawfare expert. What is lawfare? We're going to talk about that. We are at war. I need you to stop fantasizing about a civil war breaking out in this country. Please put that on the back. Put it back in your gun case. Put that back in your gun case and leave your guns in your cases. Please. I am so fed up with this conversation of we're going to have a civil war. I'm going to take you to the streets. Just shut up. You are not helping the situation at all. 
and we sound like a bunch of ignorant buffoons. I'm just telling you, I'm a gun owner. Carry my gun. Love my guns. Love my God. Love my country. I am not preparing for a civil war kinetically in the streets of my country. And you shouldn't be either. You know why? Because the war is right there in your hands. It's right there at your little fingertips every time you get online. The war is every time you use your remote control to plant your happy butt in your recliner at the end of the day and turn something on that you then get on social media and complain about. I can't, we can't trust anybody. Why do you keep watching them? Just so you have something to talk about, so you feel somewhat informed, even if it's ill. I'm on fire tonight, y'all. I'm telling you, because this right here, it was just broken that now all of a sudden the Washington Post apologizes because, because they got new information. They got new information that Jordan's mischaracterization, a.k.a. lies, about the president's phone call with Brad Raffensperger. Can I tell y'all something? This was actually going to lead to a criminal investigation on behalf of the DA of Fulton County, who was just elected, mind you, just took over for a, a super rat. I mean, people in the state of Georgia couldn't wait for Paul Howard to just hit the road, Jack. Time for you to go. I've again another person. I've never had a positive conversation with anyone in law enforcement. I take that back. There was one gentleman, one gentleman at least paid credit to an homage to a past experience or past experiences that he had with D.A. Howard um, prior to, you know, probably D.A. Howard succumbing to the, the ranks of pride, right? Because that happens. It can happen to any of us, not just him. Lawfare. We are at war, and one of the battlefields we're on is law. Warfare, lawfare, narrative fair, you name it. Think of any number of ways that we're fighting right now. Narrative fair is right there in your boob tube, making boobs out of all of us. Mm -hmm. So lawfare, what does that mean? These are the people who are set up by very wealthy entities, very, very, very powerful, at least from the world standpoint, uh, entities, these are your, these are your, mm, these are your old guards who set up lawfare entities who ultimately make money off of us, our taxpayer dollars, literally in a circle jerk of epic biblical proportions. Uh, it, you know, can can anyone remember the Russia Gate? Yeah, to the tune of what? Where are we now? Forty million dollars. That we got, that we paid for, right? Like we just keep cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. You know, suck it up, buttercup, American taxpayer. You know, this is for you. No, the hell it's not. This is for the power structure that's in place. And y'all know that. But what are we doing to answer that? What are we doing as the kingdom of light and in the kingdom of the spirit of the law and the kingdom of justice, mind you, actual justice, seeking justice, on behalf of the innocent, what are we doing to set up our lawfare camps? What do I mean by lawfare camp before you get all crazy on that? I mean, I have to literally qualify everything I say now because of the lawfare that goes on in this country. And all we do is sit around online and complain about it. And I'm telling you, there's a call to action. You need to start seeking out your legal eagles who are unafraid, who are of the kingdom of light, who will pick up the mantle and coalesce around your constitution. You need to be finding those people in your states, in your counties, and they need to be part of a, collect, a part of a national database or at least your county database, your state databases. I mean, this is something that needs to happen yesterday. Yesterday. Because when the President of the United States of America is being threatened with legal action by a county district attorney who has been given false information from a Deputy Secretary of State, this could be you. Do you understand that? When I watch, and listen, I don't know Roger Stone. I have, I, you know, I'm sure he has his, you know, anyone who's a political operative probably has had some, 
you know, some some bumps up against some folks who are like, hmm, it doesn't have to characterize their entire political operative career because I bump up against awful people all the time. All the time. Doesn't make me an awful person. You know, I've 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 been in the same room with crooks. Doesn't make me a crook. I've probably taken pictures with some crooks. Does not make me a crook. But in this day and age of lawfare, it would. Oh, look, there she is. Gotcha. For the gotcha culture. There she is. I mean, you know, they tried to do that with Kelly Leffler. I never really bought into that narrative. My issues with Kelly are completely different. But I don't have a problem with her taking a picture with Stacey Abrams. Who cares? I mean, now, if you're breaking bread on the regular, right? Or if your money trails happen to be in the donation coffers under so many different names in the C4s that everyone likes to hide in, that's a different story altogether. That might make you a crappy person. You're hanging out with crappy people. I will say this. The Bible does warn us that, you know, bad company corrupts good manners. Remember that. But hey, my God, we're not bubble people. Or are we? I mean, even though the Biden, uh, no, 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 no. Almost um, that would have been the first time I've said that. The first time I've said that. I almost said B.A. But I'm not going to agree with that lie. Not going to happen. Nope. Matter of fact, why did I just get back from Virginia? I will tell you about that in a minute. It was amazing. Um, but this right here, this with Deputy Secretary of State Jordan Fuchs, this young lady lied about the president and the characterization of the call, which made him appear to be engaged in criminal activity. Now, I'm going to ask you something. If that happened to you, what would you do? to the person who falsely accused you. I would encourage the president to take every legal means necessary. This has got to stop. It is not enough for the Washington Post to issue some, "Uh uh-oh, sorry. Matter of fact, they were attempting to delete the files. The file was the original file, the audio file, the transcript, all this... In the trash. But I'm going to tell y'all something. And you legal eagles out there who listen to me, uh, I need you to understand something. You are at war with the God who sees literally everything. Nothing will remain hidden. Nothing. Not my crap. Not yours. Nothing. So while you're out here mischaracterizing throwing folks in jail, raiding homes in the middle of the night, you know, political uh, assaults, political terror assaults, really. We've got three-letter agencies still showing up at people's homes about January the 6th. If I see one more looking deliverance person, you know, on, on, a, on an FBI, I mean, now they're, it's almost like a dating app for the FBI. Like, number, this is the picture number 195. You know, if you see them, they line I-85 here in Georgia with billboards. See something? Say something. If you see anything from January, say, well, what the hell about Portland? What about Baltimore? What about other cities? What about black businesses that are gone? Toast. Toast. Entire city blocks. Gone. Burned to the ground. Rubble. Where, where are you there? Where are the investigations for that? I mean, do black people just not matter? Is it only, you know, our precious cargo in the United States Capitol that matters more than your average black person in the urban area who's busted ass for years to seize the opportunities that someone like President Trump has put forward? Y'all know I got a potty mouth, so I already told you you're going to have to forgive me on that work with me because this is my podcast. So we're having a real legit conversation. I'm not on terrestrial airwaves. And I know that I'm a Christian and a minister and Alveda tries to tell me to clean it up and the Lord's taking me from glory to glory. So y'all just going to have to forgive me on that one. But I'm telling you right now, I'm on fire about this and you should be too, because this is ridiculous. President Trump should sue the pants off of Miss Jordan Fuchs and Brad Raffensperger and anyone else involved and the Washington Post, anyone else involved with this crap. It has got to stop. They're coming for you. So when I tell you they are coming for you, the enemy's kingdom is at war 
with the kingdom of light and truth and freedom of speech and protecting yourself and uh, sovereignty of the individual. Remember, we've been talking about your personal jurisdiction for the past week and a half. Your personal jurisdiction begins with your likeness and your image, how you are portrayed. Why don't we have legislation around that yet? Why isn't there, really, we've been on the interwebs for how long, and somebody couldn't have thought of that by now, that if some jackleg videos me out in public, when I'm having, I may be happen, I may happen to have a bad moment, and some, oh, oh, let me, let me get some video of that, and make that go viral, and then my entire life is upended, I'm sorry, where's the lawfare to that? My state of Georgia is literally patting themselves on the back right now because they've done some wonderful thing that's about to be gutted like I told you it would be. It's about to be torpedoed by big business like Delta Airlines and good old, uh, you know, the uh, evangelical branch of the um, of the always givers building homes for the poor. You know, all these great things they do, handing out turkeys at Thanksgiving. You know, the mob did that too, by the way. And so, you know, and then whenever it comes to legislation around your vote, you've got Home Depot and Delta who are ready to fire. I'm talking torpedoes are literally in the chamber. And these, you know, and Georgia people are just like, oh, this is so good. We worked so hard on it. And we've got the perfect verbiage and, and we're down there letting our voices be heard. Yeah, I hope this is making you mad. I hope I'm getting under your skin. I really do. I hope your butt is so chapped that you can't sit down tonight, that you won't sit down again until you actually put your minds together and your hearts together and you get up off of your butts and you get out there in your counties and you start calling people to figure out how to take your counties back and your states back, how to put the squeeze on your urban areas. And I'm in the process of helping you do that. And I've been doing it, which is what I've been doing in Virginia. And I'm here to tell you guys now, for all of you little establishment sycophants that listen to my show and think you're going to torpedo my message, let me tell you something. Don't worry about me. The grassroots is on fire. Fire. There is a brush fire across this country right now that the establishment will never be able to contain, much less extinguish. And I'm going to tell you what that spirit is. It's called the Holy Spirit of God. And guess who ignited that? Donald J. Trump. Do you really think that you're going to extinguish the spirit of God with lawfare or cancel culture? Really? I mean, Mike Lindell's kind of a good example. $65 million out in like 30 days or bust. And what's he doing? Creating a new social media platform which I really hope is not tied into, you know, the interwebs, even though we know it is. That's a whole other show that we're going to have to do. I'm working on some amazing things right now. And I have some really amazing people who are who got are way ahead of me. And I just, by the grace of God, happened, not even just happened, but only by the grace of God and by complete and total purpose have I been positioned with these people. And you know what? You know why it matters? You know why I'm so excited about it? And I'm, quote, boasting about it because God did it, not me. But I said I would show up. I said, send me and I will go. And he's like, cool, bet, it's on. <laughs> Get your plane ticket because we're, we're on the move, sister. I'm like, all right. He is on fire in his land. And this country is going to be flipped over on its head. We are absolutely on our knees. I celebrated the day the Supreme Court showed their butts. When they showed up completely naked, Southern turn, N-E-K-K-I-D, just last week, was it last week? My days are coming together. And they screwed us all on taking up Lynn Wood's case and Sydney's and other, so legitimate cases, legitimate, (laughs) legitimate molestation of your voting rights. And the Supreme Court said, eh. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Now we know. It's cool. I didn't cry a tear over it. Not one. Listen, I want my enemies to show their butts. I want to see. So I know exactly how to pray, and God downloads and gives the exact precise movement needed. Because He is not going to allow us to be forsaken. I'm just telling y'all, it's not going to happen. 
It feels that way and it sucks. But you know what? Now you know what you're about to lose. Now you know what you could lose. Now you know what you've already lost. Do you understand something? A term that my group has coined in the past 24 hours, actually, and I need you to start adopting this. I need this hashtag all over the internet. Election grid is down. Election grid is down. Do you understand what that means? Your vote is part of the critical infrastructure of this country. Do you know that? Your elections are a matter of national security. They sure are. Why do you think the UN wants to be involved in every little thing we do? Why do you think they offered to send troops here during our quasi, you know, whatever wag the dog moment we have with this Biden charade? Because they're trying to take over our country. Because globalism is on the move, which is the God of homogenization. The God who is attempting to wipe out the image of God in every single one of us. Do you understand that? If they alter your DNA, guess what that means? This is a battle of the heavenlies here on earth. And yes, it is a battle for your soul. And what is your soul? Your mind, your will, and your emotions. Now, knowing that, who appears to be winning? With every shooting, with every uh, race-baiting uh, you know, story with every fight between young ladies like Cardi B and and um, and Candace Owens or whatever her last name is now. Um, you know, two black young ladies who are just at each other's throats. I mean, that that really is truly a kingdom battle going on, but it's happening on a public scale. And speaking of defamation suits, um, uh, apparently Candace has actually filed suit against uh, Cardi B. Um, primarily because apparently Cardi B has has posted something that's not true that involved a private citizen, a.k.a. Candace's brother. And so Candace is like, okay, this is how you guys want to play it? Let's go. She did the same thing with Facebook. She understands the landscape of lawfare. That's the war. That is a component. That is a battlefield. Speaking of battlefields, I'm going to address something, and I'm not going to talk about it again because some of you are getting on my last nerve about this. You ready? I took to my Telegram account to let you guys know that it's literally less than zero of your business about my relationship with Lynn Wood. Less than zero. I was on a battlefield with Lynn for a season. That was purposed for a season. I then, And I allowed him to use my Telegram channel so that you guys would have a place to be able to comment because Lynn and his channel and the comment question, the comment section was shut down nearly the day we got on uh, um, Telegram because of porn and other images. Because again, that's part of that battlegrounds warfare, which is narrative fair. They come after you to get your voice. They want your voice. And the way they shut you down is on online platforms because that's where everybody coalesces now. It's brilliant. And this platform is supposed to be safe. You guys do know that this involves like Russians and Dubai. So for those of you who feel warm and fuzzy over on Telegram, surprise, you may want to reconsider that. You know, nothing against my friends in Dubai or, you know, the people of Russia. But uh, I'm pretty sure history's taught us that, you know, nothing is sacred online. Nothing. Sorry. Nothing. Every single digital imprint you've ever made in your entire existence is in the sky. It's in that mystery cloud. And there's a there's an agency that has all of it. So, yeah. So there. No matter what you erase, what you think you've erased, no matter what you, you know, isn't that interesting? All this bleach bidding, you know, who actually has those files? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are conversations that no one has anymore. Who's going to adjudicate those, all those 30,000 emails? Who's going to take that up on behalf of truth and justice? Somebody will. I'll tell you now it's going to happen. It may not even be in my lifetime or yours, but it will happen. The truth of all of that will be exposed, and I'll tell you how I know for sure. Again, the Bible. Every lie will be revealed that was not coined by Linwood. Sorry to burst your idolatrous bubbles. When I addressed you all this morning on Telegram, 
I addressed the Linwood worshipers. And I did that with great intention, like I do every single thing I post. And here's my disclaimer about that. For those of you who like to dig around in the past of my online, you know, narratives, I reserve the right to change. I will not allow you to take that away from me. That's my jurisdiction. God takes me from glory to glory, not this world. Not a religious spirit, not lawfare, no one. Not one human being and not one other God, lowercase g, I contend with in this earth has the jurisdiction to tell me that I'm not allowed to change or that I have to change right now. No, that's not your authority. I won't give it to you. And you guys should adopt the same attitude. I'm going from glory to glory. President Trump went from two Corinthians to calling God his father. And I don't care if a speechwriter wrote it. Some of you are like, well, you know, no, because here's the deal. I'm a public speaker and I'm a speechwriter and I'm a leader. And I can tell you now, if I was the president of the United States and I did not believe that the creator was my father, hey, there's no way in two hells I'm saying that or heavens not doing it. And I, and with his personality, and with, and with his resolve, his personal conviction and resolve, do you really think that's something that he would uh, submit to if that wasn't in his heart? I don't believe that for a second. So I told you guys this morning, it's none of your business what my friendship is with Lynn Wood. Not anymore. I explained to you all that I was switching battlefields because I was called to another battlefield. Lynn, trust me is still on his very active battlefield. Many, many forces activated against Lynn and his career, his reputation, his life. So you guys are every bit of right to continue to pray for him. He would still consider me a sister in the Lord, and I still consider him a brother in the Lord. We text, I check, wellness checks, you doing all right? How's it going? Prayers, what's up? Heart, heart, flag, flag, prayer, prayer. That's us. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. And why am I addressing this? Because some of you all are so grotesquely idolatrous that you refuse to accept because I no longer um, host his followers and their comment section on my page. Thousands of people left my page. And some of you are celebrating that, which is really gross. Thousands of people left my Telegram page because of that. And I thought, wow, (laughs) okay, Um, you know, all of those, oh, we think you're so wonderful, all that, you know, all that, uh, that fickle stuff that comes and goes like the wind, like a, like a, like a, you know, like the passing of gas. That's how faithful some of your audience members are. (laughs) And I say that with, with, (laughs) that's awesome. Thank you, Holy Spirit. (laughs) <laughs> and I actually clean that up just for you guys. But as a singer, are you kidding me? I know I'm only as good as my last album. My last album was so long ago, by the way. <laughs> Go download it. You might enjoy it. It's called Heartbeats. My first album was Windows. Windows. It was all Greek. Greek, because I'm Greek. All liturgical stuff. Not all. Like two or three songs were in English. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, you think I'm you think I'm new to this? Do you think I'm green to how fickle audiences can be? Come on now. Talk radio? (laughs) I mean, you got to have some thick skin to deal with this stuff. But you know what it is? It's not even thick skin. You just have to submit to, you just have to submit to, I personally, as a radio personality, I had to learn um, to love bigger. It wasn't about ad sales for me because I never had them on my show. I was never giving the opportunity to have more time on my radio station. And I hit that glass ceiling and it hurt my head. I hit it like a number of times. And I filled in for some of the greatest people in the country on the air. All with the exception of Mr. Limbaugh, who I miss dearly. And I know most of you do too. Pioneer of my, of my, uh, of my lane. Love it. Talk radio. But I did not get the opportunities that I so hoped I would. And uh, and so I wasn't in it making money for the station with ads. 
luckily I didn't. Thankfully, I didn't have to pay for my time on the station. I did when I first started at a little station outside of Atlanta, um, and that's fine. You know, I had someone who believed in my talent, still does, and uh, who helped shape me and and the confidence that I needed uh, to move from singing to speaking. And the real technical aspect of, of speaking on the air as well and having respect for your audience and knowing the nuances and commercials and news breaks and weather breaks and all the stuff that you do. But you know what? I I was never beholden to mammon on my station. I wanted to. I love promoting great products and people and businesses and opportunities and, you know, fundraisers and philanthropic endeavors. Love that sports teams. I mean, I love, love, love it. It's good stuff. That's the good stuff is promoting each other's businesses. I mean, that's, golly, that's, that's America. Especially if I'm using the product, which I, I would. I did actually have one whenever I started my podcast on my own. Um, I had a, a hair product, actually, that I loved. I loved doing their ads. Um, but I just didn't have enough followers to, to, for them, you know, for, to sustain that. I, I wasn't that much of an influencer, even though I did have influence. And you know who got the last laugh? during COVID, me, because not only during COVID, but as this quote, cancel, kill, steal, and destroy culture has taken effect, um, a lot of my colleagues have bitten the dust. Their influencer status, is, as everyone's being heave-hoed off of Twitter, like literally cast off that sinking ship, uh, sunk into the depths of the ocean, Right. If you are a, quote, influencer, you're only an influencer to the extent that you're able to hold influence. And influence equals dollar signs in my world. Well, for people in my world. But my influence, oh, praise you, Jesus. My influence has nothing to do with dollar signs. My influence has everything. The, the economy of my influence, oh, praise you, Father our souls. It's you. You. You are his economy. Oh, so beautiful. Your mind, your will, and your emotions. That's his economy. I didn't lose a thing when COVID hit and people got kicked off of these platforms for being a conservative. I didn't lose a dime and I didn't lose an ounce of sleep over it either. Because I had already gone through the heave-ho process over on, you know, Face Crooks. And um, I'd been kicked off Twitter a few times. I mean, I lost my daughter's entire childhood when they turned off my lights on Facebook. And I swore from that day forward, I would never allow my soul to be beholden to a tech god ever again. So if you can't find me, if I, if I get kicked off of something, you better know how to find me. And I am getting ready to switch out of WordPress, too, because that's a debacle waiting to happen. My former colleague, Monica Perez, who's a libertarian, brilliant woman. She's off. Uh, she's, at, she's on the West Coast. Brilliant. If you are into theories and conspiracy theories, um, some of you will just love, love, love. But the thing I love about Monica <laughs> is that most of her theories are now confirmed conspiracies. So, so she's someone to follow. You can find her on Twitter, Monica Perez, a uh, beautiful, brilliant person. And um, she had her entire WordPress platform just annihilated, just incinerated, gone, eviscerated, all of those errated, X-rated that your tech God can just come in and go and turn out your light. And so can the lawfare gods. Do you, do you hear what I'm telling you tonight? We're talking about gods. We're talking about revelation that I've had recently that I want to impart to you. I need you to really understand that we are at war. This is not some holy roller, you know, uh, Protestant evangelical preaching to you. That's not what this is. This is real deal war. You see it all around you. You're being canceled. People you love are being canceled. I don't even use that term. They're being annihilated. They're being torpedoed. Their reputations, 
that Lynn's a prime example, their livelihoods, their life. And this is to suck the soul out of every one of you, including the target. Mind, will, emotions. I'm not talking about your salvation. I'm talking about your soul and the state of your soul. And God paid a price for that. Jesus Christ paid a price for your soul to prosper. And there are very real giants in the land. But so what? We're not going to be the spies that look over the wall and go, holy crap, those things are too big for us. But that's what we've been doing. So I want to educate you. I want to inform, empower, not because I'm the smartest tool in the shed or because I'm the greatest person on the air or because, you know, I'm trying to make a buck. No, this is my calling and I'm answering my call. So I kicked all of you idolatrous ones, I hope, off of my platform this morning over on Telegram because I'm tired of you accusing me of abandoning my brother in the spirit, Lynn, on his battlefield. I promised him I would not do that. And if and if he if there's some truth to any allegation against him, that will be his allegation to answer, not mine. I am not involved in business with Linwood. I have never been employed by Linwood. I volunteered to pray for him, to pray with him, to grow in my own faith, to connect dots. It was an important battlefield for me to be on at that time. But some of you are so idolatrous. You've erected him and Sidney and Mike and General Flynn and President Trump. And some of you have erected me into those positions of of idols to help save the country. Do you understand me? No one can save this country but our father. No one. So please take us down off of your shelves. Get rid of the effigies. Get rid of of this thing in your mind, this hope that you've put in the arm of man, including me. Please don't put that on me. I don't want to be your lowercase g God. And I certainly don't want to be your uppercase g God. It's dangerous. It's why we are in the position we are in now. And they are coming to cash in our entertainment gods, lawfare gods, Economic gods, cultural gods, unforgiving gods, religious spirit gods. That's how, that's how real and how big this is. But the living God lives in you. And you hold his image and his likeness. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to live in terror. You don't have to live in reaction mode. I'm calling you to become offensive I'm calling you to rise. I'm not calling you to fight back. That is not a slight on fight back or on fight back's organization. That is not my battlefield. My battlefield is to call you to rise. And in my show intro, I call the church to rise first. But I love all of you. I don't care if you're atheist or agnostic. I don't care. Pick up your God. You may not believe it and you may not see it, but if you've got a fire in your belly to save this nation from injustice and from homogenization of all of us and from becoming part of a global cesspool and from our children being trafficked, from our incomes being robbed of us, our taxes are going through the roof, you want to be able to afford to drive to work before long. I mean, looking like international ninnies again, our enemies forging weapons against us. 
If that's who you are, I don't care if you call yourself a Christian. I don't care if you believe there's a God. I believe there's a God. And I believe if you care about all those things, then the same God I love lives in you. So therefore, I love you. I, golly, and the atheists have been coming out in swarms lately on my channels, which I love because there's y'all are so offended <laughs> by something you don't even believe exists. And I love hearing your reasons why, because I promise you, probably eight times out of 10 with an atheist or an agnostic, um, there's, there's, a, there's, an, there's an offense there that has taken place either in the name of God or because something happened in that person's life, or maybe they were just never taught. You know, they just never heard anything about a God. I mean, yes, 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 believe it or not, in the most Christian-centric you know, country on earth, there are people who have never even heard the Christian story. They don't know anything about uh, uh, a living God. Nothing. I know. It's a little hard to believe, especially whenever our American church is busy, you know, saving all the new pygmy children across the world and feeding everyone else's kids but our own. In the name of Jesus, nevertheless, that's not to slight you, but I'm just telling you, we have our own, we have our own backyard to take care of. Now I'm going to switch gears in that vein. Speaking of taking care of your own backyard, I have an interview coming up tomorrow that you are not going to want to miss. I'm going to release it tomorrow. It is with Bishop Leon Benjamin. For those of you in the VA4, you know that he just ran for Congress. And uh, as most believe there, um, who I've spoken with, was robbed of his uh, legitimate election ability to uh, be elected legitimately uh, in this great state of Virginia to represent the great people of Congressional District 4 of Virginia. I had the distinct pleasure of sitting with him. It'll be a live acoustic setting. Uh, you'll have to forgive some of the um, the audio. I, y'all know when you get busy with God's work, the devil gets busy too. So technology kind of crashed on me, and we did the best we could. But it's good. It's solid. It's sound. It's so informative. It is inspirational. It is exactly everything I'm talking about. It is grassroots. It is on fire. It's an initiative that he's that he is uh, spearheading. He is the face of this initiative. And I'm going to tell you something. It's already spreading like wildfire around the country. And you won't be able to stop it, establishment. You will not be able to stop it, Democrats and liberals, because it is God-inspired. It is God-breathed. And as more and more patriots realize their jurisdiction and whose image and likeness they are created in and commanded to live and to stand up against to the, the gods of new in this earth with the God of all old, new, in between, the only living, breathing God that matters, the only one that matters, when you guys step into that jurisdiction, and that revelation, you will literally be unstoppable. And we will hold the line for this country for at least another 100 years. And that's your call. My conversation with Bishop Benjamin, <laughs> we met each other, we're looking at each other like, okay, we know. You know, he's a black gentleman. I'm clearly not. Although my daughter will tell you, I'm like the blackest white person she knows. Um, and she's bi-ethnic, so I can say that, so relax. But um, whatever that means, it's hilarious. And I, and, I, and I can't get a little, I can't get a little sassy at times, but we did look at each other, and we're like, oh, we are totally brother and sister. <laughs> Cut from the same spiritual cloth, man. Same fire, <laughs> same fire in our belly, same word, different revelations on stuff. It's just iron sharpening iron. Right? Like it was just an iron sharpening iron fest. It was awesome. And it's going to inspire you. It's going to encourage you the good work that he's doing that you're being called to do in your respective states. And we talk about taking care of things in your own backyard. You take care of Virginia first, and then you take care of America. Remember, I end every single show with be good to your neighbor beginning where? in your own mirror. And I, yeah, I expressed this to the bishop. 
I said, you know, there's only one place in the New Testament that uses the word infidel. And don't ask me where it is because I'm not an address girl. But it's in the New Testament, probably in James if I had to guess, maybe John. But um, for those who don't take care of their own households first, you are worse than an infidel. I want you to think about that. Some of you are so busy giving to things outside of your own four walls. Because there's so much unforgiveness and bitterness in your own four walls. And I'm telling y'all, with this lawfare business, if you think the lawfare in this earth is rough, just wait till we get before the living God and we haven't forgiven. Because do you know what the Bible says? If you have not forgiven, you will not be forgiven. And I don't know about you, but I don't need anything stacking up on any side of those scales going against me because I do good enough all on my own. That has nothing to do with forgiveness or unforgiveness. All kinds of, you know, just fleshy stuff. That if Jesus held that against me and I, and if I was not draped in his righteousness and washed in his blood and, and, and counted as God's daughter and my name wasn't written in the book of life only by the grace of God and the blood of Jesus, mm. start adding up some of my craziness over my lifetime. But I, the last thing I want to do is stand up there and him go, okay, so let's open the book of your accounts. Well, over here on this side of the ledger, you have a deficit. Hmm. No, thanks. No, 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 no debts. I do not want any debts. So whatever debts you have against other people, I'm going to encourage you to get those things canceled, honey, as best as you can. And if you need to release people who have gone on to be with Jesus, do it. Whatever you bind in this earth is bound on this earth, is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on this earth, earth is loosed in heaven. And I don't care if they have passed on. I don't care if it was 25, 50 years ago. Let go of the debt. Loose that forgiveness in this earth. Let cancel the debt. You are a child of the living creator, God. Forgive it. You have that power. That's so powerful. Oh my gosh. The Bible says to judge yourself. If we judge ourselves, we wouldn't be judged. Some of us live in constant judgment. I mean, we don't even know what godly judgment is, and we're all rolling around in the sewage pit of condemnation. They, look, I'm chief among them, so that's why I can kind of giggle about it. It's not even funny at all. You know what that is? For those of you who have a really hard time receiving forgiveness or letting yourselves off the hook because you're just not perfect, um, do you know what that is? It's pride. Do you realize that you're actually agreeing with Satan and you are erecting Satan's throne above God's in your life? And it affects everyone around you when you cannot forgive yourself, when you just think that you're a worm who doesn't deserve to be loved, who does not deserve forgiveness. You've just done so many bad things. And maybe you have. I don't know. I have no idea what you've done. But the Lord does. And and he didn't really... He didn't, he didn't give a number. Well, hold on. So Peter's like, so how many times do we forgive, Lord? And, and, and Jesus is like, well, 70 times 7, right? Which is really, you can't even, listen, anytime someone comes to you and says, hey, you know, and, and, and you'll notice that it was one person that was, that it was asked about. If your brother comes to you, Right. And some of you are like, well, not if they keep doing the same thing. Matter of fact, some of you like to add on, you know, you're supposed to repent. That's not what that word says. The word says to ask, confess your faults. Confess. Confess. That means to acknowledge your sin, right? And God will do what? Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here's the lawfare of the kingdom of God. Here's the law of the kingdom of God. Ready? This is his economy right here. Hold on. Here it comes. He is faithful and and just. That's a legal term. His justice is executed on your life. 
when you confess your sins to him. And then what does he do? He takes it another step. He cleanses you from all unrighteousness. It is done. Your sentence has been uh, pardoned, commuted, uh, uh, you know, um, reconciled, all, all the other biblical terms you can use. I mean, any legal terms you could ever use. He paid the price. We can't even fathom that level of forgiveness. It's impossible because we are in our fallen nature. We, we have this propensity to want to just nail people. And the more lawlessness that occurs in this country that we see that things are not adjudicated, like legit injustices, like what just happened, what was just revealed, we knew what happened months ago, uh, but what was just revealed in the state of Georgia that literally characterized our president as a criminal because someone decided to lie about the actual phone call between the president of the United States and the Georgia and the secretary of state of Georgia and his legal team. Now I want y'all to think about that. There were several people present and on that call. And some of you are Republicans and you know who you are and you listen to my show and you need to go ahead and step up and own it. I'm not going to call you out by name, but you know who you are and shame on you. I know Jesus despised the shame, but if you're not confessing your fault and you're not taking ownership for criminalizing the behavior of our president with a, with a lie and you stood by and let it happen, you let the Washington Post post that crap and you didn't have a rebuttal and you were sitting in the room, that makes you a scumbag too. Sorry, you're a lying demon. That's what that makes you. Now, can you be redeemed? Of course. That's between you and your father. But it would help if you would actually take ownership on a public level. I'm going to tell you why. Because people's hearts are growing very cold and very hardened because the word said that would happen in the latter days. As lawlessness abounds, men's hearts will wax cold. And the only thing that that will rid something of wax other than scraping that sucker off, ouch, is heat. So when I'm bringing the heat of the reality pill that nobody wants to take because you're just tired of, you know, the last one we took was kind of jagged and it hurt going down. Well, too bad. Open up. We have more reality pills to take. But the Lord is there with us, and that's the good news. If you have been a part of that lie that was perpetuated and printed and and damn near taken up in a Fulton County court of law against my president as being some kind of a doofus criminal crook who doesn't know how to host a conversation within within his own jurisdiction as president, oh, God, come on. I mean, we have gotten way too big for our britches. And the only reason why we do that is because we have submitted to other gods. Pride. Pride cometh before a fall. Something I certainly need prayer over. Fear perpetuates pride. Pride perpetuates fear. That's the enemy's Kingdom, that is the battle for your soul right now, America. That is the battle for your soul. What is your soul? Your mind, your will, and your emotions. Those three things are being manipulated in biblical proportion because we have the technology to be able to do it. Your tech gods are demanding servitude and slavery of your mind, your will, and your emotions, and you know what I'm saying is right. I can hear some of you say amen right now on your morning walks. You know, cooking breakfast. Thank you. I'm tired. In a good way. The Bible says it's good for a man to enjoy his work. And you know what? That is so true. I love my work. 
I love being productive. And I'm going to fly all over this country and drive and wear that stupid mask to get on an aircraft. If it comes down to a vaccination, I will be, you know, either hitchhiking, taking a bus or or driving or canoeing, whatever it takes. But I'm not taking the vaccine. You do you. Uh, but I'm not here to alter the image of God that's in me. Um, no, thank you. Uh, I'm not an animal. Some of y'all need to quit saying that too. Well, you're not the animals. No, we're not beasts. We're not beasts. We're not. We are created in the image and likeness of God Almighty. And God Almighty is not a monkey. And God Almighty is not a beast. So if you're a Christian and that's what you parrot, stop it. As a man thinketh, so is he. You keep calling yourself a beast, you're going to end up acting like one. Know that. And so will your little beastly kids. So there. Speaking of, I think I'm going to be on with Stu Peters tomorrow. And we're going to talk about this mother who's had her child taken away from her because she got into some kind of a fuss-fuss with some school nurse over a mask. And now some judge is going to step in. See what I'm saying? Lawfare. Here's your call to action. And I'm going to let you go. I'm going to get some rest. Virginia was good to me. I'm going back soon. I'm coming to a state near you. I want to hear from you. How is it that I can serve you? I'm coming with great solutions. I'm coming with the Spirit of God. I'm coming with warring angels. I'm coming with an army of angels and hope and love and peace and joy and humor and um, calls to action, technology. You think our father is going to let the tech gods have the final say on this battlefield? Not happening. I just sat in a meeting at a cyber hub in Quantico, Virginia. What a neat place. Quantico. You know, we always see those. Quantico, Virginia, uh, in your FBI movies, right? Your Jason Bourne thrillers, Quantico, Quantico, Virginia, 1889. Um, it was pretty cool. Interesting atmosphere up there. But just sat in a cyber lab, you know, with regard to the elections and, and uh, election software and hardware and equipment and all of that. Um, very interesting. <laughs> when I tell you our election grid is down, I tell you that with absolute just resolve on my part. <laughs> uh, because I have eyes to eyes to see. I almost said eyes to hear. There you go. And ears to see. Probably at this point I'm tired. But um, did I mention I'm tired? But, <laughs> but, but I do love you guys. And I'm thrilled to be doing this work. Oh my gosh. The groundswell is nuts. Because it's our father. We've asked for an igniting in this earth. And it's there. So I want to encourage you, please be encouraged. God loves you. God needs you. I know a lot of pastors like, God doesn't need anybody. You're right, he's God. But you know what? He created us because he wanted fellowship with us. He created his own kind. And he created us in his image and his likeness. And through Christ, we are restored to that relationship through spirit and truth, not a whole bunch of mumbo-jumbo and religious activity. We're called to care for the widow and look after the cause of the widow and to care for the orphans, to keep ourselves unspotted from this ghastly world and from the world system. But we're here to occupy. We're not here to cower. We're not here to run. We're not here to stand in terror of gods of old or gods of new. No, we are to stand in awe of one living God. That is the father of Isaac, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So I want to encourage you, be encouraged. Be strong. Be of good courage. Keep your guns in your gun shelves and cases and safes and all of that. There may come a time for that in this in this lifetime. I have no idea but it's not now. The war, the battle is for your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. I love you. Hope to be back with you guys tomorrow. God willing, the creek don't rise and the tornadoes don't come through my house and all that good stuff. I already told you to be good to your neighbor beginning your own mirror, but I just said it again. You can follow me all over the place. Tune in tomorrow. Do not forget. You're not going to want to miss it. 
Pastor Bishop Leon Benjamin is burning down the house with the Holy Spirit. All right. Share, share, share. I love you. Till tomorrow. If you're an American, act like one. Oh, 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 oh